This is Southern Tier Close-Up on News Radio 1290, WNBF Binghamton, and WNBF.com. This is the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Joining me from the American Heart Association is Christy Smurl. How are you today, Christy? I'm great. How are you doing? (laughs) You know what I always say about February? Of course you don't. Um, I always say February is the shortest month of the year, but every day is a Monday. (laughs) But it's a good thing for you guys because February is also Heart Month. Yes, February is American Heart Month. You know, you think about February and hearts, and you might think about Valentine's Day, but really we want you to think about your own heart and think about your heart health. So, yeah, even though it's a short month, we really want you to do it all year long, but let's call attention to it in February for American Heart Month. And, yeah, as you mentioned, it is something that it's, it brings it right to the, the front of your mind. But there's been so much on people's minds over the past 11 months or so. Um, <laughs> I think some of the... Some of the preventative uh, steps that people may have been taking to avoid heart disease, stroke, heart attack, high blood pressure, hypertension, all that kind of stuff may have kind of tumbled by the wayside as people were pounding on the uh, the quarantine 15 and baking sourdough bread and you know, just eating comfort foods and stuff just to make them feel a little bit better. Uh, this is kind of a, a good maybe hit the restart button now that we've hit february and we're looking at almost a year into the pandemic it's time to say okay let's get back on track we know that it has been difficult for lots of people during this pandemic this is uh, you know we we hear this phrase all the time but it's an unprecedented time and yeah (laughs) it's adding to stress and people are going through a lot right now but we also know that cardiovascular disease uh can increase your risk of severe complications from COVID. So it really is all connected. So if you're home, it's still possible to be healthy. If you're home, you're probably cooking for yourself. So you might be cutting back on the sodium. So yes, we know people are are probably snacking a little bit more, but instead of grabbing chips, maybe grab an apple. You you can grab some healthier snacks in your home so you really have control of what's in your house. We might be not taking stairs instead of the elevator at the office building, but you could you could do a your own circuit workout at home. Use it you can use your walls, you can use your chairs, you can use what you have at home to get active in a simple way. You could even, you know, use your milk jugs as free weight. You know, you don't have to be at a gym to be active and healthy. So yes, let's hit the reset button now. We are into twenty twenty one. We know that twenty twenty was the year that we lost a lot, but you didn't lose you. So let's be bold and live fierce in 2021 and make that change. Well, this is one of the things you you just mentioned was um, we've been hearing from some of these medical experts as we've been learning stuff uh, about the new coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, that it has such a wide impact on so many parts of the body where everyone was thinking, first of all, lungs. Now we're hearing so much more about attacks on the the heart muscle and such. Uh, So it, it just makes sense at this time to concentrate on doing what you can whether you've had COVID or not, to protect yourself and your overall health. I mean, you can't function without a heart. Your heart is really connected to everything. You know, for example, 
we're the American Heart Association, but we're also the American Stroke Association, and we say heart health and brain health are really connected. You know, things that are good for your heart, like monitoring your blood pressure and lowering your BMI and eating healthy and getting active, that can all help prevent a stroke, too, because it's all about, you know, yeah, your, your blood vessels and, and protecting your heart means protecting your body. So, yes, your heart really is connected to everything, and it is, you know, it is connected to COVID-19 as well. And, of course, you know, we're, we're still learning things every day with, with the coronavirus, but we know that it is connected. So we know that what, what you do that's good for your heart is good for your body. And, obviously, for COVID-19, there are the extra precautions, we, the three W's, watch your distance, wash your hands, and wear your mask. Make sure you're doing those things to help protect yourself from COVID-19 as well. Well, distancing, that's another thing that's actually turned out to be kind of an issue where we've got people, I think still, I know at one point during the flow of the pandemic last year, there was a huge, huge concern with our friends at the health department saying people were foregoing medical checkups, routine checkups, or foregoing if they just, if they weren't feeling right, getting medical attention. And that can be the the difference between life and death, especially when you're talking about heart disease and stroke. That is a, a, a serious issue. You're right. You know, we saw a big drop in 911 calls for heart attacks and strokes, but it's not that they weren't happening. It's that people were afraid to go to the emergency room. But in an emergency, the emergency room is still your safest place. There are protocols in place at all of our hospitals. If you are having an emergency, you can't get help at home. You need to make sure that you are calling 911. Don't die of doubt. Go to the emergency room. Okay, let's talk about the some of the warning signs. It's, uh, of course, we just passed Wear Red for Women that uh, happened, and women and heart disease, a very, very huge concern. But one of those concerns is that when we're talking symptomatic stuff, that uh, things are a little bit different. (laughs) Hey, did you know what? Ladies are different than guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are. Yeah, a little bit. It's something that we just talked about for National Wear Red Day, but you're absolutely right. The symptoms of a heart attack for women can be different for men. You know, we tend to think of a heart attack as a a man's disease, and you think about that Hollywood heart attack where an older gentleman clutches his chest and falls over. But that's not necessarily what we see in women. That chest pain and pressure is still a common symptom for women, but women are more likely to experience some of the other symptoms that are things like neck, back, jaw, and shoulder pain, nausea, lightheadedness, cold sweats, indigestion, you might feel like it's heartburn. Those are all things that are far too easy for women to just brush off. And women are so busy and we're running around everywhere, excuse me, and taking care of others, but we need to stop and take care of ourselves. Don't just say, I'm tired, it's fine. Or, oh, I must have eaten something, it's fine. If you're feeling these symptoms, get checked out, listen to your body. And if it's an emergency, again, call 911. Well, that is a very tricky thing because if you have a tendency to have heartburn and you feel heartburn, you're not going to be one to go just quick grab the phone and call the doctor or call the emergency room or go by ambulance to the, the hospital or anything if it's, you know, or everyone's under stress, so everyone's clenching their teeth, so everyone's got jaw pain. How do you know when it's something that you really need to address? 
you know, that is, like I said, that is a difficult thing for women because it's easy to brush off. But, you know, if you're taking something for heartburn and it's not going away, or if it's, you know, if it's more, if it's different, if, you know, if you're somebody that has heartburn and you know what it feels like, if it's different, pay attention to that. And really the big thing is listen to your body. Talk to your doctor. If there's anything you're concerned about, talk to your doctor. You know, don't think that you're bothering them. That, that's what they're there for. Make sure to talk to your doctor. Well, something that's nice that is going on throughout this month, um, a very uh, visible beacon, literally, in downtown Binghamton. Our friends at Security Mutual have stepped up, as they often do when we're talking about health in our community. Of course, with an insurance company, you kind of figure it goes hand in hand, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, they, but they're, they're really big with their sock out cancer campaign. And now they're also stepping forward to, um, to mark Heart Month, American Heart uh, Month for, uh, downtown Binghamton. Yes, yeah, Security Mutual has gone red for the past several years and we always appreciate the support. And you're right, it is a very visual beacon. And that's really what we're looking for right now is those reminders. Uh, you know, we don't always put our heart health first, but let's take February to really think about our heart health. And seeing a building like that, you know, such a landmark building lit up in red, every time you see that, I want people to think about their heart health. Every time you see red, I want you to think about your heart health. I'm hoping you see red all over the place in February. But really, it's every reminder is a good reminder. Well, there's one thing to just think about it and another thing to take action. Uh, where can people get some more information on things that they can actually do to help improve their heart health, and uh, whether it be through nutrition, which is another issue when people don't want to go to grocery stores, but um, some of the things that people can do that uh, maybe can improve their chances of avoiding a heart attack or stroke, or at least uh, improving their chances of surviving heart, attra- heart attack and stroke? If you go to heart.org, that's our website, you can find information about exactly what you're talking about. There's sections on nutrition, there's sections on fitness, there's sections on stress management, because stress management can affect your heart as well. So you can find all of that at heart.org. And if you're specifically looking for some of that information for women, you can go to goredforwomen.org. You just you just totally read my mind. I was going to ask you about the the effects of stress on your. I mean, people say your blood pressure goes up all the time, but has there really been an increase that can be uh, correlated between the stress of the modern day world and especially this past year with social unrest, the election, <laughs> and uh, and the COVID that uh, has had an impact on people's um, succumbing to heart problems? We don't necessarily have numbers for this year yet, but with everything going on, you know, you, you know there's more stress in the world. We all feel it, and stress can impact your health. And it's not just, you know, a, a direct correlation with blood pressure, but also when you're stressed, you tend to uh, use some riskier habits. You know, you might turn to comfort food or, you know, in some cases people may turn to alcohol or cigarettes when you're stressed and all of those things are risky behaviors for your heart health. So really when you're stressed, it might compound the problem, which is why we talk about being, uh, practicing mindfulness and being, and practicing gratitude and really being present in the moment and managing that stress. Make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep too. That has a lot to do with managing stress and your overall well-being. 
So I know that there's a lot in the world right now, but take some time for yourself. Take a moment to stop and maybe meditate, breathe deeply, think about the good things in your life and help manage that stress. Isn't it kind of ironic we're talking about Heart Month and Valentine's Day and stuff and comfort foods that maybe are not the healthiest thing? And the first thing I'm thinking about is chocolate. <laughs> Probably not the best you know choice. Sure, if you're, you know, use, use moderation. Uh, you know, there, there are some, uh, you know, there, there may be pluses for uh, dark chocolate. But yeah, that's use, always my excuse. <laughs> that's always my, oh, it's dark chocolate. It's fine. <laughs> What does the- we want to make sure that we're not, uh, you know, turning food into something that is another stressor. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> hey, what else besides? Obviously, we're talking to you now, so this is an educational component of the American Heart Association. What's some of the other stuff that the American Heart Association does throughout February? Well, to mark American Heart Month. Anytime. Really, anytime. You know, obviously the uh, pandemic has been a little bit different, but typically, you know, we are out doing CPR trainings. We do a lot of work with local companies to talk with employees about wellness. We work with local hospitals on best practices and and guidelines for treatment. Uh, This year, obviously, a lot of things are virtual. We have several things throughout February that are going to be maybe webinar series or different series from our um, our national organization as well. So there's lots going on all year round, even though we're, we're all staying distant. And with the way things have changed, some of your fundraising efforts have also changed as well. I know that uh, there have been the heart walk and, and such and the heart ball and, and all that kind of things. That must have really changed over the past year as well. You know what, we're really proud to say that last year the Southern Tier Heart Walk actually broke a fundraising record for the for our area, which is wonderful because of the support, support that we've had. Uh, we had a, a virtual experience last year for the walk. We're going to be You doing guys were one of the first again. ones to do a virtual anything last year, weren't we, you? We were. We, uh, we changed course very, very quickly. Uh, you know, the walk was originally scheduled for uh, early April. We did push it back by about two or three weeks last year just to to give us a little bit of time to to change course, but we were early on and we really made it work because of the support of the community. Everybody still got out and walked, which was wonderful. We had, we saw so many pictures of people walking and we want you to do that again this year. Get out and walk, take pictures, post to social media. You can tag us with at AHA New York on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're going to be offering uh, all kinds of digital opportunities for the heart walk season we're going to have an activity tracker so you can track your steps right through our heart walk app uh, we want to still get people moving and fundraising even though we can't gather at one event well pretty soon we'll have the vaccine and everything is going to be a little bit more normal <laughs> we're looking forward to that we are we are well thank you very much for being my guest and uh, we'll look forward to all those events coming up for the american heart association thank you This has been the Southern Tier Close-Up, a weekly public affairs presentation of this station. Views expressed here do not necessarily reflect those of the station, its staff, management, or news department. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. I'm Kathy White for the Southern Tier Close-Up. Than $10,000 in debt?